0: Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast season four, episode six, the last episode of this season. I'm a little little sad about that. Season's four theme is, if you have not been with us the whole time, we'll give you a drum roll. But most of you probably already know this. Half the theme is...
1: (laughs) Our year in review for 2022.
0: That's right. You almost said... 2021.
1: No, I didn't. I said 2022.
0: Okay. Okay. No messing up this time. Still doesn't feel like we just had 2022. It feels like we had 2021. But here we are. And episode six is our 24 best experiences of 2022. You said that this was your favorite episode of the six to record. Explain why.
1: Well, I think it's just because I get the chance to look back over the year and really remember the things that happened. As we just mentioned, it feels like it didn't happen because it went so quickly. I feel like, you know, the last couple of years have been wild going through a pandemic. And, you know, then this last year, it's just, it went so quickly. And so to have the the time and the space to look back at those moments, then I was like, okay, yes, we we did have a year. (laughs) And we had a lot of great experiences memories and things that we did and some of those are big some of those are small so it's always nice to just kind of remember those those days although I did say that with my list in particular I, I did order them because you love it when we you know yeah make a you have to a number one or whatever but I didn't I didn't necessarily have like a penultimate experience that was like this is 100% my number one experience because when when I start getting to like the top of the list they're all kind of like gotcha in my in on my list all clustered together a little bit together as as being some of some of the best yeah um but you know my 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 lower numbers are just like yeah that that was pretty cool so I but for you 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 I said do you have Like one experience that really stuck out to you as being the most significant or best.
0: Or most memorable. I think... I think the ones at my top, yes, and you'll see why when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is episode six, so if you haven't listened to the other part of this season, episode one was travel stats, so we give you big picture, but mostly just numbers and kind of diving into that, then we start diving, you know, getting a little more niche, travel superlatives episode two, best meals episode three, best drinks episode four, best desserts episode five, and then we kind of whoop, zoom it back out here with the best experiences and and kind of capture that in stories so go have a listen to those if you haven't already if you have thank you if you've been on our instagram at extra pack of peanuts and been playing along there and been responding there especially the best meals best meals always gets a lot of responses go in there you know um and and kind of answer those questions that we have for you because we love hearing from you that's one of the best parts of doing all this all right i had some pretty good intro facts for the last five they were all about states in the US and things like that. This one is a little different. And I don't know. You can tell me if you like it or not. We're going a little off cuff here. But the the question that I have for you, Heth, is how long can a crocodile go without eating? It's <laughs> so random.
1: And we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way. This is such a departure from all of your other intro facts it is. and stats and, you know, most of them being related around traveling to different states or eating. So obviously it was an alligator or a crocodile. Crocodile. I, I guess maybe you had an experience with a crocodile in 2022 that I'm not remembering. Um, I do know that crocodiles and alligators both, I think, you know, take a long time to digest their food because they eat sometimes large things. Correct. So I know it's days. Okay. I, I want to say three days, I feel.
0: At, that like. it can go without eating. Um, Is it? Is that's it an okay guess. Wha- it's w- longer? Way longer.
1: Okay. Way longer.
0: Way a longer. Way, a way, month. way longer. A month. Way longer,
1: way longer than a month. Oh, okay. So I was way off base. I thought three days was long, but I guess that's because I'm a human and I wouldn't want
0: to go. Not a, you three days. You have never experienced eating. being a crocodile, <laughs> so you don't have. No, a uh, crocodile can go up to. Well, it can go a year without eating. What? Feasibly, and they have they have seen this happen. In crocodiles go up to three years without eating.
1: That is crazy.
0: That is crazy. I,
1: I'm not sure I've we, ever heard this fact
0: before. Well, there you go. Yeah. Something new here on the EPop podcast. The more you know. The, the animal that can go the longest without eating, other than something called a tardigrade, if you know what a tardigrade is, it can go 30 years without eating, but it's like 1 of an inch. I don't think that does not, to me, count as an animal. So a okay. crocodile can go a year. Some have gone up to three years if they haven't found food. Wow. Um, and you're right. It's because they eat such large animals sometimes that it takes them that long to digest so
1: wild that is very wild, interesting okay and i i really also want to know how this is relevant to this particular podcast if you're listening and you want to know how
0: it's relevant then you gotta listen you gotta listen to the end it there is some foreshadowing you are right i didn't just randomly come up with this stat about a crocodile although i do think it's fascinating um it will play a role in this episode to a degree so let's get to it then our 24 best experiences you have 12 i have 12 we do not know what they are but we are starting with honorable (laughs) mentions
1: I'm still on the the crocodile thing but um. hey, as you think about crocodile <laughs> no, I, no, will, no. I will I no. will give mine <laughs> No, I just also want to say like crocodiles are the ones that are freshwater and alligators are ocean
0: Oh man, you got to you got to do this to me. Y- yes. I I'm I, asking
1: you because you're the experienced listen, crocodile
0: I always forget which is experiencer. which. All right. <laughs> I always forget which is which. I think crocodiles are more brackish so salty water i think alligators are more fresh water backwards i I don't know i i can look it up all right well i'll start with my my honorable
1: mention because i'm also trying to you know guess what your experience with this crocodile is and where it could have been so i will start with my honorable mention which is does have something to do with the ocean and that is watching the beach renourishment that they did in north carolina so as most of you know in 2020, we bought a beach house in North Carolina where we now live permanently. So we live next to the ocean and there is only a barrier of rocks separating us from a very large body of water, the Atlantic Ocean. So they did what's called a beach renourishment here. And it was just so interesting to see the whole process. It took multiple months because they did an entire stretch of the island, you know, miles of of beach and it was just really cool to see and it was literally outside our windows and then for a couple months we had a lot a lot of beach out there we had a lot of sand the ocean felt you know it was further back and then when Hurricane Ian came through fortunately we were so lucky that we didn't get hit like Florida got hit but it did in North Carolina take away all of our new sand. So it was short-lived, but it was, it was very cool to see.
0: Mother nature cannot be beat. It was a fascinating process. I'm not huge into engineering. My dad loves it. He was an engineer. So I was sending him videos because people were taking drone footage of how it's all happening. He's like, oh, how big are the pipes and what's pumping this? And you know, how quick is it pumping? I'm like, I don't know. Here's a drone <laughs> video of what's happening. But it was, it was a fascinating process. And um, as you mentioned, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of man hours, all washed away with one storm. So it's pretty also incredible to see the power of of Mother Nature and
1: and humbling, humbling, and, and somewhat and scary,
0: scary <laughs> at different times. <laughs> Getting to alligators and crocodiles quickly. Alligators are only freshwater.
1: Oh, okay. I, okay. Why do I or always
0: prefer freshwater? So alligators are typically freshwater. Okay. Crocodiles are salt and fresh there are salties and freshies if you want to go there okay so they can do both but typically when when people say hey the difference between alligators and crocodiles it's like hey alligators are fresh crocodiles are salt but um there there's a little more nuance to it than that okay that's typically how it works
1: i don't know why i can never remember this i
0: i don't either i mean like i said i just had to look it up uh my my not honorable mentions. So instead of honorable mentions, my not honorable mentions. I'll keep Why do you keep doing this? Just quick. Things <laughs> that I wish I, I... I'm glad you're behind us and I hopefully forget. Um, Three different experiences <laughs> three? With, with health. And I'm going to go quickly. Oh my gosh. One, and I talked about this in the superlatives episode, so we won't hammer it. But I went to Portland um, and I got COVID slash not COVID. I don't know. Never tested positive. Never tested positive, but was... You know, I was out there for a week, and the first three to four days was... I was basically confined to a hotel room for the most part. Um, in Costa Rica, for four days, I had a viral infection. Actually had to have a doctor make a house call, mm-hmm. which that was silver lining. As we mentioned, the cool part was about interesting. it... interesting. He it was came cool. to our condo, which was cool. And I'm thankful for it because I went to walk the five minutes to his practice, and I stood up and was like, there's no way I'm going to make it. I hadn't eaten in four days and was just... I, it was bad. And then something that we didn't talk about was the family having our first experience with lice oh. and the kids going <gasps> yes. to school and <laughs> some kid in their school having lice. No, and no, getting... no,
1: no, no. They got lice in Costa Rica. Oh, that's right. Because the lice, we learned a lot about lice. It was very mature with many layers of different
0: Okay, uh, that's right. Okay, stages. that's how it worked. We yeah. got home from Costa Rica and they couldn't go to school. Because of the lice, uh, it yes, we had to go to a lice doctor in in our town. We a lice had special. We know a lot more about lice yeah. now, but it was a
1: yeah. That was, was right in the in the beginning of the new year. So you're yeah. talking about your worst experience. I just like, like things that I'm okay. glad are okay.
0: over in 2022, and we're moving past. Okay, so because I'm, when we do this, it's our most memorable experiences. They were memorable. Well, like no, it it's will be hard to forget
1: experiences. It. So okay. I mean, that's, that's okay though.
0: Well, those are my dis honorable, honorable mentions. mentions do you have any honorable mentions i do not okay. i just have 12 starting you have 12 no. i have 12 with so here big we go number one go yes with yes my i have a pen ultimate yes okay give us your my starting number? at the list
1: 12. this is another thing that happened at our beach and the reason it made the list is because we've gone to lots of beaches around the world and even when we were in Costa Rica, you know, when we went to Nosara, there's a famous beach there where all of these turtles hatch and we've always talked about doing it. But then this year, because during the summer we had all of this new beach, there were turtle nests right outside of our house, which was so fascinating and so cool. And ever since we moved to North Carolina, I had wanted to see the turtles hatching. And we the past two years have never known when it was happening or maybe there weren't as many nests because we didn't have as much beach. I don't know. But this year there were quite a few nests and we got to see one hatch and it was it did happen after dark. So it was a little hard to see. But it was still so fun and the kids were really excited. You know, there's like all these people there waiting to see these cute little baby turtles hatch. So that was really cool and even more memorable because it happened basically in our backyard. So
0: big shout out to all the people in our town who, and I guess anywhere, but especially in our town who, who do the sea turtle project because it's a, it's a big deal and you have to stay there. Into the night to make sure you know when they start hatching. Out, there's turtle
1: they, watches. Yeah, and, there's
0: turtle watches. So people are sitting out there at night watching each nest, making sure they they get to the ocean, digging the trenches. It's a it's a really well because neat turtles experience. don't
1: have a high survival rate of getting into the water and then surviving past that. So yeah, I guess they just help them along, and it's
0: it's really cool. It is really neat. I have my number twelve is also something with nature, aquatic nature at at our town in our town and that was just recently maybe only last week right at the end of the year
1: oh when you were paddle boarding
0: i went out paddleboarding. no one else was in the ocean it was very cold i put a wetsuit on i'm like I, I it's just so peaceful i want to go out there i don't care that the water is 50 degrees hopefully i don't fall in if i do i have the wetsuit on did you fall in i did fall in <laughs> <laughs> once um and was it freezing it was not that bad. Yeah. It, it, You know, with the wetsuit, it was not bad. I, I I, hopped up quick. I'll tell you why I fell on, though, and why this was memorable was that no one else was out there. No one was on the beach. So I was just out paddleboarding, and I start, you know, just going north. And as I go north, I see these fins, and I'm like, oh, whoa. And we see dolphins a lot out of our windows, but I've never been paddleboarding and been that close to them. And I got within... 10 yards of the Dolphins? 10 feet, you said. Well, 10... No, 10 feet... uh, 10 uh, yards is
1: 30 feet.
0: Yes, I know. Oh, okay. 10 yards... I got close enough... Let's put it this way. I got close enough that when the Dolphins came out of the water, I could see their eyes. Like, I could... You know, I could actually... I was close enough to see where their eyes were. And... It freaked me out a little bit because they were coming towards me. So I'm like, oh, this is neat. But then they go under and you don't know where they are. You don't know where they're going to pop. Don't know where they're going to pop up. So I actually, instead of standing (laughs) on the paddleboard, got down on my knees because I didn't want to fall in around this pot of dolphins. There's probably, you know, seven or eight of them and then three would pop up and then they kind of join back together. So it got me nervous enough that I was on my knees. But then I would get closer to them, and then, you know, I'd kind of give them some space and chase them a little bit, and then they'd pop up somewhere and I'd go to them. But I got within somewhere between 10 feet and 10 yards. 30 feet is still very close. You're, yeah. Heather's like, yeah. like well, not impressed. Not other, impressed. No,
1: no, no, I am super impressed. I just, when you, when you <laughs> 10 were feet telling is, us the other is day, it's almost how like close I could lean were. out
0: and touch it. I would say yeah. it was a little, okay. let's say it's between, yeah. let's, let's cut the difference, 20 feet away okay yeah that's amazing yeah that's and so cool it was just neat being uh, totally unexpected no one was there i was with them for about 10 to 15 minutes and then they they started going away and i could have followed them on the paddleboard but at that point I thought, All right, we had a you had, had a your moment moment yeah. so we're we're good here
1: yeah that's pretty special and that's that's only your 12 that's my 12 wow so you had 11 other things better than that I,
0: yeah i guess so uh, yeah according I mean, to the you list you
1: numbered the list so according to the
0: list wow right.
1: you had a good year
0: Good year, good year. Eleven for you.
1: My eleven is some experiences that we had in Tamarindo, but I narrowed it down to two things. One, so is, it's
0: eleven A and eleven B, or they're sure. Just com- I mean, combined.
1: Well, the one is is a day that was memorable. I mean, we we always have a lot of fun in Costa Rica, but one day we went jet skiing, and we've never done that. Before in Costa Rica. Forgot about that. Or in a long time. Um, I had not been jet skiing in many, many, many years. So we were there with your parents and your sister and her husband. And they wanted to jet ski. So your parents were like, okay, I'm going to treat you guys to, you know, a jet skiing afternoon. So we went to this beach, which we'd never been to before. And... We even got to take Wit out on the jet ski, which was pretty fun. And then you and I took a long, like, 40-minute jet ski. Yeah, I mean, we ran
0: him for an hour, and we were out for almost that whole time. Oh, yeah. Which is long. Yeah, it's I long. I mean, we went, like, three beaches down. Yeah. You can get pretty to far. To one of our
1: favorite beaches. We saw it, like, from the jet ski, which was really cool. So that was just, that was a really fun experience that particular day.
0: Heather told me to go instead of in between the island and the mainland to go around the island it won't be too choppy on our (laughs) way back because we went in between and that was we got out in the ocean it was Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. choppy i mean we were trying to go get back because time was running out it gets it gets choppy out there on a jet ski it sure does so
1: that was really fun and then my other part of that was just in tamarindo because it's on the Pacific Ocean, every night the sunset is so beautiful. And, and at
0: the exact same time. And
1: at the exact same time. And so it's just this thing where people go to the beach just to see the sunset. And the and the beach is pretty crowded at sunset because it's a big deal to go and watch it. So that's just one thing that I love about Tamarindo because here on the East Coast, you know, we get the sunrise, which is great, but it's not, you know, because it's not the end of the day. It's people are out on the beach, but in in Tamarindo, it's a thing. It's an experience. I kind of probably like Key West, where people in yeah. Key West are like,
0: sunsets going are to great, watch sunset, especially so. when it's happening at the same time every day, and it's it's always like a little bit of a party, and it never gets old, right? We yeah, would go every so. day, and Most you never days, sit there. Yeah, I'm yeah, five out of seven days a week. You never sit there and think, oh, I saw this last night. You're like, nope, this is still pretty amazing. Still pretty amazing. We are we're tracking here. First we have aquatic oh, Yeah. aquatic wildlife uh in North Carolina. Now, my number 11 is also in Costa Rica, and instead of sunsets, it's sunrise surf sessions okay. with our buddy Rodrigo. And so in Tamarindo, you usually want to surf at specific tide times, going into high tide at high tide and then going down the high tide. So, that's best for surfing and the tide changes you know essentially an hour every day so the only time you really get two time two great times to surf is when it's early in the morning and then late at night right it's let's say it you're, you mean in
1: the afternoon late in the afternoon
0: yeah late in the afternoon basically yeah, so it's still light out right so you're getting let's say a 6 a.m high tide and a 6 p.m. high tide so you could surf you know right at sunrise and then right at sunset. And the sunset one is awesome and incredible, but crazy crowded. packed. yeah, very the crowded. The sunrise when you're getting up at 5 a.m. and going, much less crowded. And this year, you know, a lot of the... He, he has um, three sons who will go and surf with us. A lot of the times they well, he did... he
1: has four sons, but three of them... Yeah, are.
0: that would go with surf yeah, with us. Yes, his them. fourth one is four years old. He doesn't go and surf. So the sons would... Usually not want to wake up in the morning. So him and I would get our boards. We'd make the, you know, 20 minute walk. There would be very few people there. We'd be able to surf at this one spot that is usually very crowded that I was scared to surf at last year because there's a lot of rocks there. But then they kind of taught me where to go and how to go. And it kind of looks cool because the waves are big, but they're actually easier to catch at this spot once you realize how to surf there. So we had three or four days in the month that we were there, that him and I just went and had these sunrise surf sessions, essentially alone. Every once in a while, there'd be a few people out there, but you it was just great. Yeah. And I was riding much bigger waves than I'm used to riding because at this one break, kind of the bigger they are, the easier they are. So it felt cool, too. Out yeah. at sunrise, riding big waves. If that's someone magical. saw it, they'd be like, "Oh, that's amazing." They didn't know. They might not know. Oh, that's actually pretty easier. It might be an easier wave than. I mean, it's small
1: still surf. hard. Surfing is hard to do. Oh, I, no I doubt. that's mean, you that's still why... have to be able to catch the wave.
0: Yeah, yeah. And know
1: when to go. Sure. And like I, I don't know. I haven't done it very many times, but I find it to be very hard. Yeah. And so, so the fact that you're out there doing it and catching them, I mean, I think you're downplaying that it's easy. It's still hard.
0: No, it, it, I mean it's. Yeah, it was great. Those, uh, I love yeah. it. Great experience. That's awesome. All right, so that was my number 11. Cool. My number 10, I'm not going to get into it. I don't think we're going to keep tracking here on no, the same vein no. because you didn't have this experience.
1: And you didn't have my number 10 either. Oh, boy.
0: Here we go. So Give it a drum roll. We're, What's we're
1: tracking in that regard that it, either one of us were at this experience. And that is my one night very... Spontaneous, very quick trip to Baltimore with my sisters and my mom. It was just really fun to spend that time together without our kids, without anything else. You know, now I don't live near my sister, Emily. She still lives in Pennsylvania and I've moved to North Carolina. So we don't get to see each other as much as we used to. And so this was really special that we could take the time away from our busy lives and just all get together in one place share a hotel room, go out, explore. It was really fun. And I want to keep doing it every year. So get ready.
0: Go for it. (laughs) Maybe
1: maybe two nights this year. I
0: love that you had so much fun there and that you even after, right after you had it, you came back and told me that was so rejuvenating just one night. I can't believe one night was able to make me. Yeah, just I, I can't believe I'm that appreciative of one night and what that experience was. So you said it from the beginning. You still said it. I one hundred percent am on board for you to have a night or two, three. We're pushing it. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm just okay. kidding. But um, away with whether it be your sisters or a girls' night or by yourself, whatever it is that you want, go for it. I am going to try to make a through line for each one of ours connecting okay. it. We'll see if All we right. can. We'll is, see when it really starts to be stretched. But it's also a night away. My number ten is a night away by myself without the kids. So same okay. as what you just had, but for me, and it's around travel, this was in the Doha Lounge and the reason- <laughs> the Doha
1: Lounge the re- is making your top yeah. 12 experiences of 2022.
0: Well, first go the, listen to the best desserts. The There's, lounge. Go listen to the best desserts. It's on there. Spoiler alert. The lounge
1: alert. and the shower. Wow. Love
0: showering. You're a very simple man. Very simple man. Love showering in a the lounge. They had a great shower. <laughs> Love sleeping in a lounge. They had cool chairs I could sleep in. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Amazing desserts. This is so funny. And here's also why.
1: Okay.
0: I have not, you and I have not had a big exotic, you know, far flung international trip since pre-pandemic. So this was me going to Tanzania or Tanzania. I've realized that's actually how it is pronounced.
1: Tanzania?
0: Tanzania. Oh, wow. Actually pronounced Tanzania. Tanzania. And people in the country. So when I got picked up, side note, from the driver, he's like, oh, welcome to Tanzania. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy doesn't even know how to say his country. Like, kind of <laughs> like, yeah, being.
1: <laughs> you thought it was him, not you. Well, I yeah. was just
0: like, or I was like, oh, maybe I'm just not used to hearing people's accents. No, it's Tanzania. Okay. Like, they pronounce it Tanzania. And my buddy Scott, the safari leader, when I told him, he's like, oh, I've never heard that. I'm like, you've been here seven oh, years. Really? And then, you know, the next person come up with us said Tanzania said Oh my gosh! I guess I just wasn't hearing yeah, it. I just yeah. wasn't, for whatever reason, it didn't stick out to him. Wow. Maybe because he had heard it so much, but he was like, "No, it's Tanzania." I'm like it's Tanzania.
1: Tanzania. Anyway, okay.
0: we'll say it both ways during this podcast. In Doha,
1: you were in Doha. So
0: that I was going to Tanzania, which is in Cutter,
1: Cutter, not
0: Qatar. Qatar. <laughs> I mean, you pronounce it however you want. Um, but I was going so that was an experience in itself okay a far funk trip and we had not had many lounge experiences over the last couple of years because again we weren't traveling far mm-hmm. and the fact that I was by myself and I was there for eight hours it just was reminiscent of past trips and one how appreciative of uh, I am of having lounge access sent thanks to travel hacking getting the right travel right, because credit you, cards
1: you did not fly first or business no, or anything i just so you, had
0: my priority pass right. which i get through um our chase sapphire reserve or our city prestige card and so i was able to access this this lounge usually lounges priority pass you know they can be really good they can be just okay this was a very good one and so it just brought me back to that i'm super thankful that i'm traveling i'm super thankful that i have this to be in a lounge i didn't have any kids with me i had no responsibilities so i just chilled yeah. showered slept Ate a lot of desserts. <laughs> so there you <laughs> go. Living the dream. Living the dream. That's my number 10.
1: Okay. Uh, my number nine has to do with business. So is your number uh, nine a business situation? Not at
0: all. This will be a hard through line to yeah, weave. As sure you said, you're gonna I'm going to be able to, to think it through.
1: par with this. But my number nine is how much I got to design in 2022, which was... Unexpected, surprising, and really truly wonderful. And you know, we mentioned that we had our own properties, our Beach Haven bungalows, that were somewhat well, not somewhat, incredibly stressful to finish, and we had issues with our contractor and all of that. But when I look back on the year, I got to create and design seven full homes, um, two of those being our own bungalows. But that process, to me, was so amazing so incredible I learned a lot I got to expand my design knowledge I got to help other people transform their spaces and I just realized how much I love it and how much I love creating like an entire space and not just like one room or doing mood boards or whatever you know just creating like an experience in somebody's home whether it's for their personal home or whether it's for their short-term rental because I did both in 2022 So that was, I mean, that could have maybe even been higher on my list, but you know, since it's like a business thing and not really a travel thing, I put it a little bit lower, but
0: okay, I love doing it. So you took something that you had done a little bit in the past and you pushed out of your comfort zone and you did much more of it this year and you unexpectedly enjoyed it.
1: Correct. All right.
0: (laughs) I did a triathlon, and that's my number okay. nine. Oh,
1: that was your that was your weaving in the. That's my yeah. segue. Okay,
0: and I have n- never enjoyed running, so the unexpected part was that I actually now do enjoy running. I
1: know I'm really proud of you for this.
0: But I have always enjoyed biking. I've always enjoyed swimming. I've always enjoyed like athletic challenges pursuits. and and pursuits, but haven't really taken them on recently. And so when a few buddies of mine. Here in in North Carolina, we're like, hey, we, you know, we want to do a triathlon. It's a sprint triathlon, so don't get, you know, don't get any crazy ideas. I didn't do an Iron Man or or anything, but I did tell Heather that still, still, a really yeah, it was a sprint triathlon. So it was about, uh, you know, three quarters of a mile swim. It was a twelve mile bike, and it was a five k. So it was three point two miles run. And I have always loved swimming. Not done much of open water swimming. Have always loved biking. Felt totally comfortable with that, but really. Had never ran more than a mile at a time. And that would have been when I was in high school. So that was the cool. I mean, one, the experience itself, doing it on race day, I was an incredible experience because everyone was cheering you on. It was a super fun one in a in a town called Wrightsville Beach, which it's at the beach, really supportive. You get to swim it, you know, in the channel, and then you run by the beach and you get to do a cool bike ride. So that the actual day of race was way better than I thought and I had much more adrenaline than I thought and I performed much better than I thought and everyone said that oh you'll run way quicker this or that I I did um and you know even at the end of the run that was only the second time I'd ever run a 5k or third time I'd ever run a 5k distance I felt I was like I could I could keep going here it was the adrenaline yeah that's um, awesome but the other part of it that I really liked was just working towards it because I knew that there was no way I would be able to do the run if I didn't, you know, we, I started running two months beforehand and I could barely run training. a mile Yeah, and training with some, a lot on my own, lo- on my own. Cause we weren't around the guys that I was training with for a big part of it, but then kind of towards the end with them. So that was fun. So I like both parts of it, training on my own and saying like, you have to get out and do this every day or else you're not going to make this end goal. And then getting closer to it, training with them and having that camaraderie. So really fun. I want to do more of it. Um, I would love to work up to a half Ironman. Ironman is crazy. Great. Awesome props to anyone who's ever done a half Ironman or Ironman who's listening. I have some friends who have done Ironman. I, and it's Iron incredible. Women. I, it I, is incredible. Yeah. It boggles my mind that people are running marathons after biking over a hundred miles and after swimming two and a half miles. It. It boggles my mind. It's wild. I'm not going to commit to ever doing an Ironman only because I the training is... There are days you're training for five, six, seven hours. Maybe one day. But I loved doing this pursuit and, and pushing my comfort zone. And when I signed up, I was scared of doing it. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I, I signed up. Okay, well...
1: Yeah, it was really cool to see you do it, to get excited about it, to accomplish it. And also to see our kids excited about it and cheering you on and you know, it's just, I'm really glad that you did it and we're super proud of you for doing that.
0: And I will, I want to do it every year and I want to grow it just like you with your design business. You want to keep doing it and you're going to keep pushing the level that you do it at, which is cool. So there's, there's our through line.
1: Okay. You're making it work. Uh, My number eight is buying the golf cart and especially the day that the donut shop opens in our town because it's only open seasonally and it coincided with us buying the golf cart, not like the exact day, but within a week or two. And so, you know, the weather's starting to be really beautiful. It's April. We went not on opening day to the donut shop, but opening weekend. We waited in line for like 45 minutes to an hour. We got multiple, not dozens, but, you know, Multiple six, bags mul- of donuts. Multiple bags yeah. of
0: donuts. For various people, which is really cool. And I have to give credit to Brit's Donuts. They, they know people are doing that. So we go up, we say, all right, we need three bags of six donuts each. We, You know, yeah. and they're just parsing it out. And we say, yeah, we're delivering these donuts. are like, oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a fun Well, I guess now it's going to be a tradition. Yeah. The start of a tradition.
1: We got these donuts. And then Hattie, I think, was napping. So unfortunately, she wasn't with us for this experience. But Wit was super excited. And he was so adorable delivering each donut to our friends' houses on the golf cart. It was just really fun. And, you know, donuts are my favorite thing. Like, everybody who listens to this podcast knows that Trav loves ice cream to... A very, very high degree. And I love donuts. Give me a donut over ice cream any day. So for me, this is like, wow, beautiful weather. Best day of the year. <laughs> Got a golf cart. Sun is shining. Eating fresh donuts. Delivering them to our friends.
0: Delivering some. Eating some. Right? One to one 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 to ratio.
1: Yeah. Simple, but pretty awesome. Mm. Mm. So what's your segue into this? Is yours this a food is an, thing?
0: This, it's not a food one. This is an easier through line to make. Okay. It is our town and how much we love living here for for those unique things as Heather just mentioned one of them and also because of the things that they it provides for our kids like yes we love this experience but also what it provides and so I have a specific weekend December 9th through 11th and this is how it worked. We went to a movie night at the lake at our town, and they played The Grinch. So a bunch of kids come out, and they play The Grinch. And the kids are sitting there. There's actually a Chick Fil A stand yeah, set didn't up. Didn't know
1: about Chick Fil A. We ate beforehand. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so you get some Chick Fil A if you want. You bring your food. They put it on this huge outdoor screen. Kids are running around. There's a Santa.
1: Just a little train. Super. A little train
0: you can ride around. And it was super it's free.
1: Cool. It's a free event.
0: Free event. Then on Saturday, we went to our church. does a thing called Saturday Serve Days. So I took the kids to that. Heather had a pop-up shop. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and so we went and we made baskets for the teachers and we delivered pizza to the local police station. It was, again, just stuff that happens in a smaller town that you can do. Um, and then our friends who were there with us. One of Witt's best friends from his, from his school was there. They were like, Are you doing anything now? I said, No, I got the kids. Heather's had a pop-up shop. So we went to the boardwalk. They scootered around. We ate pizza on the boardwalk with them. Then we went to Heather's pop-up shop Saturday night. We built gingerbread houses there. <laughs> it was it was thrown by our realtor and really good friend Danielle. So you know, there was adults there hanging out, and then all these activities for the kids. Then Santa was at the pier, so there was another Santa that we went to that day. They gave Witten and Hattie a little, or the next day, a little present, right? You know, we're, there's a Santa at the beach. It's great. And then last thing we did was that Sunday night, we had a movie night at our house, um, Casey who is our community manager over at Location Indy, actually sent us a huge (laughs) tub of red vines. I'd never heard of red vines. So she sent us Twizzlers and red vines to taste test. Sorry, Case, I like Twizzlers more than red vines. But the five and a half pound (laughs) bucket of red vines did get put to good use because I brought them to Wood's school and the person who runs his school said, oh my gosh, these are my favorite. How'd you get these? I said, they're all yours. They got shipped um, here. So that was just, to me, very indicative of why we love living here and the cool stuff that we get to do with our kids in in a smaller town and just the events that, that we have. And so I'll always remember that. I might not remember the date, but kind of that, wow, this was a microcosm of what we love about being here tied into one weekend.
1: Yeah, it's pretty spectacular. And I think, you know, coming from the suburbs of a bigger city, you know, obviously there's always stuff going on, but it's big and there's a lot of people and there's like almost too much. But then here in Wilmington, there's a lot to do, but it just feels smaller and attainable. And, you know, it's with people that you know because they're
0: from Instead your community. Instead of maybe 10 things to do each night, there's one, so everyone just does yeah. it and you, you're aware of it because you're a little more isolated Versus, as you mentioned, a suburb of a bigger city where there's, you know, within 30 miles, 50 different towns having 50 different things.
1: Right. So, yeah, it's just, we, we love it. So, yay. Yeah. Oh, yay. Yay. Okay. Yeah, clapping, sure.
0: Yeah, it was a great weekend. Yeah,
1: great weekend. Uh, my number. Oh.
0: I oh. hit it by accident.
1: What? The womp womp.
0: I, I, sorry, finger slip.
1: <laughs> so, my number seven. Well, I mean, I guess this you know what, maybe you were channeling this because my number seven was a very hard thing that happened. But the reason it's on this list is because we finally finished it. And that was completing bungalow one and bungalow two. Uh, We did not think it was going to take as long as it did. It took I don't know, triple the amount of time we basically triple the amount of money. (laughs) Yep. A lot more money, a lot more time. So when we finally finished them in October, it was like a weight was lifted and, you know, I was able to really enjoy finishing them with the design and the decor and putting it all together and, you know, making it really special for our guests. So, It started with a womp womp, but it ended with a cheer. I don't know if you have that. I'll
0: give the cheer. I will also say the cool thing now that they're done is getting to see the reviews that are coming in and people, you know, the thing we like. The reason we enjoy real estate and especially short-term rentals and, you know, what it boils down to is hospitality, even though it can be very difficult and hard at times, is giving people amazing experiences that's why we like to travel, to travel, to see things and experience things that we don't have in our hometown and we don't, and we don't know. And so to give someone that experience when they come to where we are is another, you know, we feel blessed to be able to do it. And so even though it was so difficult on the other side of it, we sit there and we say, okay, cool. Seeing there's your v- reviews come in all five stars for all of them so far. I- you know, people saying this was magical. I brought, you know, I'm, I'm having, we're here for a wedding or an engagement party, or you know, I brought my family to the beach, whatever their situation is getting to provide that for people is the reason that you and I enjoy going the extra lengths to be in the hospitality business there, because as anyone who has rentals or is in the hospitality business knows, it's not always simple and easy, but it's cool to be able to provide those experiences um, I, I'm at a point where I, I don't know how to <laughs> tie this.
1: One well, actually I do know together. how to tie this together okay. because,
0: uh, the situation overall was a very tough situation, but this was the silver lining to it. Very similar to what you just talked about in July. As we mentioned on the podcast, we were house sitting, but in a house that Heather was designing and it was 850 square feet and there was construction in it all of July and all four of us were living in it. <laughs> Sometimes your sister was with us. So at some point, five of us living in 850 square feet that, you Just know, undergoing renovation. undergoing major renovations, very difficult time. But in July, you were working and, you know, every day, all day, basically, I was on daddy duty a lot. And we had one special day. We had a lot of special days, but specifically with the kids. There was a day where I knew I had to have them out for like 10 hours because you guys had <laughs> so much going on there. So we left in the beginning. We we, we went to a lot of libraries and libraries were my kids savior. Love
1: libraries.
0: And especially in July in North Carolina, it's very hot. So yeah, we might go to the beach in the evening, but it, it's a lot to be with the kids all day on the beach. So what I'm calling this is the double library day plus hot dogs plus ice cream plus <laughs> playground day. And that's what we did. Yeah. We went to a library. It the kid's dream day for real. I mean. And it was fun. I mean, I couldn't. I, parents who are with their kids all day, every day, good on you. It, you know, it's exhausting. Um, we went to two different libraries. They loved it. We went and got hot dogs. We went and got ice cream. We went to the playground. So I think it went, I think the actual itinerary went playground for like two hours then we were really hot library then i was like you want to go to the beach like it's still hot too into the other library then we came back we got hot dogs we got ice cream and i think even in the evening we hit the beach for like an hour with the kids and it was just a really magical time because i don't always get to spend so much time just me and those two alone and so to do that in july even though the overall situation was difficult, that was silver lining is that we had days like the double library plus hot dog plus ice cream plus playground plus I think a little beach at the end of that day day. Yeah,
1: magical day for the kids. Yes, and for you too. There we go to have that time together. Uh, my number six, <clears throat> excuse me, is um, you know getting a little more now kind of into like. Those, the other experiences are great. They were a little more simple or like accomplishments. Now we're kind of getting into these bigger ones where it's okay. like...
0: We, we've entered a new a tier new of tier experiences. Where
1: all of these like top sixes were some pretty incredible experiences okay. right. I, for for me.
0: Okay. If I, right. I mean, is anyone else uh, edge of the seat? You, yeah. you're, you're really... All right. Yeah. You're selling your top six. I like it.
1: So last year... And now we can say that because we're the, the first five we recorded at the end of 2022. But now we're fully into 2023. Yesterday was Trav's birthday. So I can say last year. As no. of
0: recording this, we're in 2023.
1: Yeah. Um, in 2022, we went to Portugal. And this was the first time that Trav and I have been away from the kids. for. Well, I had been away from the kids for more than a couple of nights. Like
0: Right. This is the first time you were away from the kids. And from- the first
1: trip, like big trip we've taken together. So anyway, we went to Portugal and it'll come up on my list again for another experience. But this day when we went to some vineyards, um, in the Douro Valley region of Portugal, which we've been to Portugal before and never made it to this area. So it was always something that I wanted to go back and do. And it was just beautiful day. We were there for our friend Mike's 40th birthday. So we were with a big group of people. We went to this gorgeous vineyard right on the river you know had a tasting and then we some
0: really strong wine yeah
1: well because it was sherry and yeah yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily it was wine boozy. <laughs> yeah it was um port and sherry so it was strong but then you know I, I, I maybe I wasn't totally aware this was gonna happen but then we walk down to the river and we get on three different sailboats because there were like 40 of us and we sail along the river like with just a private captain on these beautiful boats we roll up to this Some tiny, random like, area random area that had like a train station nothing else and they've set up this gorgeous picnic with amazing food that we eat just like right on the side of the river they brought speakers so there was like music blasting it was just like wow (laughs) this is a pretty epic 40th birthday and it was just it was just gorgeous then we got back on the boats and drove um took them a little further down the river so that was just I mean that's a pretty cool experience and just beautiful seeing the countryside and and you know I love wine so like the whole day yeah, like i mean you're, let's, out, you're on the boat you're at the winery you're with great people what yeah. more can you ask for
0: private wine tasting private boats going down the river private incredible lunch yeah check 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 good day that, that's a checklist yeah. for a good day there yeah. you go my sixth is very this this is as easy as it gets for a segue is another 40th birthday <laughs> And that was your 40th birthday.
1: Okay, that's going to make my list a All right, so we'll up. talk about your yes. 40th
0: birthday, higher up, but um, a great experience to get to have our friends and family yeah. here in North Carolina at the beach with us, but we'll get to all that in a little bit. That was my sixth most memorable or best, I guess I should say, experience of 2022.
1: Uh, my number five is, I mean, somewhat of a simple day, uh, but it's a little bit unexpected. It's Father's Day. And interesting.
0: I, if you asked me, what do we do on Father's Day? I would have, I have no idea.
1: You will remember once I start talking about it because, you know, we had moved out of our beach house because we rent it for the summer and usually we leave town and go somewhere else. But this year we had all these projects going on. And so we ended up renting a condo like three streets away from our house and yeah, you know, it was just a nice day. I can't remember.
0: Big props to that condo. We didn't talk about this in accommodations. thing. They had a pool there. Yeah. And that saved us because it was a small condo. But I went to the pool with the kids oh, every yeah. single day. The kids love the pool like, there. All day. Great. So
1: I know that we did go in the pool and our friend Sarah came over with her son Sam and we were swimming. And then this was earlier in the morning. And then she left. And then like an hour or two later They text us and they say, hey, do you guys want to go out on the boat this afternoon? And we were like, heck yes. You know, we we live here. We don't have a boat. We're not boaters. Um, So it's not very often that we get to go out on the water here in North Carolina. And it's a really amazing experience when we do because we don't, we've never been out on the ocean actually, but you know, we have the intercoastal like right behind us and there's all these little islands. And so people always talk about, you know, boating and going to Masonboro Island or, you know, going to Wrightsville or whatever on their boat. And we've just never done it, even though we have friends who have boats, but you know, we're all busy and whatever. So Craig and Sarah asking us to go on Father's Day when it's like, okay, we're staying not even at our own house in this like small condo and it could just be like, not that special of a day but it became special because we went out with them we had a great time we went to Masonboro Island which we'd never done before Yeah, I
0: went to basically a remote beach where only a few people were I mean, anchored only, up and Yeah, you
1: can only get there by boat. So it's like a very local thing to do and we've never done it. So And we get to spend it with like our best friends here. So that was just a really fun experience. And then, you know, we're heading back and the sun is starting to set and the water is just golden and like the kids are just like worn out because they've had the best day swimming in the pool, then going on the boat, swimming some more. And I just remember feeling like this is a really special time.
0: Yeah, I this is why I like doing this, because my memory is not so great. <laughs> and I completely blanked on that. But that that boat ride back was magical as the sun was setting. And I was holding wit and he was snuggled up. You know, the kids are snuggled up, and it's just a little windy. And I just remember thinking, yeah, this is what it's like to be a father. I'm so glad I get to be a dad to these kids.
1: Yeah, and shout out to my sister Julie, because she was also there with us. And, um, you know, we sometimes get irritated with Instagram and how, you know, it's crazy what you have to do now to get a like or a follow or, or whatever, but she's really good at making reels. And one of the reasons why I remembered how special this day was is because she made a reel encapsulating like how wonderful the day was and us riding the boat back in the sunset. And that made me remember, wow, like that was really incredible. So yeah, thanks for that reel Jules. And if you want to see it, it's on Instagram. So go give it some love. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's my my number five.
0: My number five is even simpler than that. But it is, again, when you say, you know, when we start to talk about big things that we've done, this is the simplest thing in in mine as well. Okay. And it happened just at the end of 2022, and that was recording podcasts with you again. Get out! And I'm not saying that because wow. you all are listening to the podcast but if you are podcast listeners and you've been listening, you know we didn't do near as many podcasts this year as last year, and or as you know the past seven years. And really, you know, the way that I can explain that is that for me, because we weren't traveling as much, and because you know COVID had happened, and we were recording podcasts throughout that and all this, I think personally, my creativity of coming up with what to say and content was was very difficult. And I didn't want to just go through the motions and put podcasts out there. And there are a lot of travel uh, influencers and creative podcasters and YouTubers who came up with some really cool ideas, even when they couldn't travel as much during the pandemic to put out amazing content. And we did that for a while. And I just felt Like, I have nothing else to say, right? I I don't know. We're not traveling that much. And that's always, the, the travel has always helped us, you know, inspire us, but helped us come up with the content that we're creating. And so it felt really good to go on that trip to Tanzania, get out in the wild. I mean, literally on a safari in the wild again you know, rekindle this passion, not just for travel, but around telling travel stories and and creating content around travel, and then to come back and get to sit down and do a series like our year in review, which is what one of my favorites or my favorite to do each year. It just felt good again. And we did the first five episodes up this season in one sitting, the most we've Ever yeah, done?
1: that's definitely a
0: record. <laughs> so the first five you listened to were all done back to back to back to back to back. And now this sixth one, we actually took a, a few days break and now we're doing it. And it gave me time to to sit there and say, oh my gosh, that was so much fun again. And, you know, we really enjoy doing it for our own sake, right? We enjoy podcasting. Have, you and I get to have some really cool experiences and I get to hear stuff and stories from you that you know we probably wouldn't sit at night and say oh well tell me a story about you you know tell me your top 12 experiences so we get to hear from each other things that maybe we wouldn't talk about otherwise but also we get to interact with you all and so thank you for the last 5 days as these have been coming out for for responding on Instagram and and putting in your best meals and best desserts so keep those coming because that's the second part of the joy of podcasting again is getting to re-engage and interact again with you all and hearing some of the cool stories that you've had over the past year and places they've eaten and stuff like that. So for me, it was, uh, it was like a come, come back to this thing that you love. Yeah. And it was a great, great day and time.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's, it is surprising to me as well because like, as you're saying, you know, we, I feel like we just kind of needed a break from it and it was becoming overwhelming and it was becoming kind of stressful and not as much fun. And then, you know, we took an unintentional break from it. It's not like we even really sat down and said, we're just taking a break from this podcast. But, you know, we had enough time where then we came back a little bit invigorated and hopefully moving forward. We continue with that and, you know, get some more inspiration from our yeah, daily trips. life and the trips and yeah, Awesome. So my number four is some guests that we had at the Beach House this year, and that is our Canadian crew, as we call them, um, Courtney Corney Calum and Crystal and her husband, Jordan. Um, we have known each other for a lot of years now because it's 2023 20, and we went to Japan in 2010. So I can't believe it has actually even been that long. But We had not seen them throughout the whole pandemic. So for almost two years, I guess. And they said, listen, let's get together. I mean, we were like, please come to the Beach House. Like, this is so awesome that we could have you all here. And they're like, yeah, let's just do it. And I was just so surprised that it worked out. And they were able to come for like 10 days, almost two weeks. And it was just awesome. It was awesome to have them here. It was awesome to see them again after so long. I think that's probably the longest we had gone without seeing them since we met.
0: And both of them had kids. Yes. So we got, to, they got to have the babies here. <laughs> Our kids got to be, got to meet their kids. We got to meet their kids. And you know, a lot, hopefully you have this in your life. And uh, most people do friends where you just were family members where you just pick up where you left off. You don't see them for a year, two years, what have you, and they show up at your door, or you show up at their door, or whatever, and it's like no time has gone by, there's no awkwardness, there's nothing, they're just there, and all of a sudden, you're just reengaged with each other and having fun just like it. you had never left and just like it had been, and they are people in our lives who are like that, and we're thankful to have a good amount of people in our lives like that, and they're one of the best examples, so loved hosting them.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so that's my number four.
0: My number four is also old friends. The theme of this is old friends. It actually goes back further than our Japan years. And this is getting to spend time with our college friends. Yes. And we talked about the fact that for the first time since we had graduated college, we all got together. <laughs> um, how many couples was it? It was seven different groups of people. Got together with their kids at a place in the Poconos just to have a weekend together, and we had never all been together with our families um, since. It's pretty wild. Yeah, well, I won't even say since we graduated college because when we were in college, we didn't have families. So. Yeah,
1: but I mean, Trav, Trav's birthday was yesterday. He turned forty. I turned forty two months ago. So for us, it's odd because it doesn't seem like
0: that long ago. That long ago. But it was twenty. It was. <laughs> I mean, the last. when we met was over 20 years ago
1: yeah so to me that's super strange but yet it doesn't feel strange because you know we all have families now and, and our kids are some of the youngest kids out of this group you know a lot of our friends have kids who are even older so it was great to be together and this is one thing that we said I don't know if we said it who we said it to but I was like all of our kids are really great kids like No one's kid is a big jerk. Like they all got along together. There were no like altercations. And these are kids that like we've seen here and there. Some of them our kids hadn't seen in a couple of years. So didn't, didn't remember. Like Hadley had probably not seen very many of these kids at all. So that was really cool too. That not only are we hanging out with our college friends, but then like our kids are hanging out and they're all getting along and they're all like just nice kids.
0: Yeah. I will specifically say my number four was the day that we all went to the water park. Because uh-huh, yes. this was super unexpected. <laughs> we went to Camelback Water Park in the Poconos. Awesome. Uh never been before. Never been. The kids loved it. Wit won the award, you know, unofficial award for a person who had the most fun at the water park. He would not stop going down these slides. Typically he's a he's a little timid of stuff not there. I mean, he went down once. He wanted to go down the ones that he was too short to go down that we had to tell him no. So him it's- and I went around over and over and over again. And then I even got to have an experience where me and my my buddies, I think there were six of us, went on the, the, the big adult water slide. And that was cool because it took us an hour to get to the top. So You know, even in this weekend, the kids were always around, and you know, people were off doing stuff with their kids and watching the kids. So, for an hour, six of us just goofed around waiting in line, and then you know, went down the water side. Took all of half a minute, but goofing around, getting to the top, uh, it was legitimately scary. Um, we went in a tube, four big dudes as adults. (laughs) The guy was like, Uh, you're over the weight limit, all four of you, but you can still go. We're like, "Uh, Are you sure? He said oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Don't be sissy. Don't go three and three. And we're like, uh, okay. And we got some crazy height on that. So that day at the water park was just really fun to have all our families there. And, you know, especially the kids got to have a ton of fun. And I think I had equally as much fun as almost any kid.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we sometimes, I don't know why we're like, oh, a water park, but
0: I'm it not was, like that anymore. No, I am not like that anymore. So fun. And I can't I'm gonna be believe. Like, Ooh, a water park.
1: Ooh. Um,
0: In fact, going to an indoor water park in Myrtle beach in two days, just because we wouldn't go to a water park.
1: <laughs> so funny, but yeah, it was really fun. Um, My number three is one you've already mentioned. And that is my 40th birthday celebration. Um, we, we, Trav planned this huge party for me and in the past you know we talked about turning 40 and we're travelers so we're like let's go to one of Heather's favorite places for her birthday like maybe Croatia or maybe Italy and we could have done that but I just felt like well here we live at the beach in North Carolina and October is usually 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 very beautiful uh so let's just have people to our house and we have the bungalows which have just finished finally people can stay there and you know maybe more people will be able to come because it won't be as far flung or as expensive as going to you know europe so that's what we did and it was amazing other than that the weather was pretty bad unfortunately Mm. It Most was, things
0: were supposed to be outdoors. Yeah. And it, it was rained. chilly.
1: The one night it rained. The next night was very windy. But we still had so much fun. We did a seafood boil the first night for all of our out of town guests. And it sprinkled a little bit of rain, but <laughs> we still had it outside. Um it was just really epic and beautiful and well thought out and well planned and
0: and Had amazing
1: food, mm. beautiful decorations, thanks to my sister, thanks to my friend Sarah, who does the most beautiful balloon arches, and all of our friends and family members who came, you know, from afar to be with us and to celebrate, and it was wonderful.
0: Yeah, we did the Mike Sava's 40th birthday checklist, right? Wine, check, yeah, you know, yeah. private boat, check, private lunch, check. Here, private boat. Well, but. I'm just oh, saying, like, like yeah. that was what we had kind of talked about being your 40th. But I, th- yeah. we, we, I would say we dialed it back. But having it here, actually, then, you know, the checklist was a little different. And it was a lot of people yeah. from our life that we wanted to be able to come that maybe couldn't come on something like that. Check. Food from our favorite local places. Check. You know, I would say easy with kids because despite me spending months planning and it. it wasn't like that hard to plan yeah it was here and we got to show off our town so check um you know it was beautiful check right um you got to have all the people who you wanted to do um the design and the decorations and things so it's just it, it went off without a hitch other than the weather and even that
1: yeah, we made it what, work. Whatever. I mean, it wasn't like a hurricane or a big storm. It was just chilly.
0: It was just so, chilly.
1: Yeah, no It was storm.
0: actually warmer on my birthday on January 3rd it than sure it was. <laughs> was on Heather's birthday on October 29th. But, you know, hey.
1: such is nature.
0: What are you going to do? Um,
1: we still had a fantastic time and you know, a lot of love and thoughtfulness from a lot of people in my life, you know, including even our previous nanny who's now in nursing school, but she came for the whole weekend and watched the kids. And so we could really have time to enjoy our friends and family.
0: Yeah. All right. Your 40th again, the through line for this one's a little easy. Your 40th was your number three. My number three is going back to Portugal, uh, for, as we met, Mentioned before, our and buddy Mike's birthday. My number two
1: is also Portugal okay. again. So, so I'm going to give just you talk about it. Yeah, I'll give you my, my
0: specific thing. Yeah, like because it is a it is a or a, a a series of moments, and that was us getting an extra day. Yeah, in Porto. So if you didn't listen to any other podcast, essentially it was supposed to be, you know, we traveled all the way to Portugal. We had we're supposed to have three days on the ground and then travel back. Well, we got a fourth day because. Our flight got delayed a whole day. So we were supposed to, I think it was leave at 11 a.m. one day. They told us in the morning of that day that the flight was canceled and we had to get on the next day.
1: So at least it was nice enough that we weren't at the airport. Like it happened before we had to leave for the airport. Right, And so it was great because we weren't really inconvenienced.
0: Right. And And so we we went to the hotel. Is this yours too, this at Um, the extra day?
1: It's part of it, yeah.
0: So I'll explain what we got to do on the extra day from my perspective, was, okay, wake up. Oh, flight's canceled. Hmm. Okay. Well, we've got one extra day. What should we do? Stayed at the same hotel, Porto River Hotel, incredible accommodations right on the river there. So we could get another night there. Didn't have to move hotels, moved rooms, which was actually kind of cool to see a different room. And then said, oh, we got like a new lease on life. So... We went and looked at real estate with my buddy Mike. <laughs> he is buying different buildings in Porto. He needed some people to that he wanted to partner with. So I got this. We got to spend three, four hour, maybe not four, three hours looking at different real estate. In, Port- in Porto, which <laughs> nothing I'd rather do. Uh, I went on a walk. It started to rain a little bit. I went on a walk over the bridge and just kind of took this like run walk over there. Found a cool coffee shop. Don't drink coffee, but like seeing cool coffee shops. That was cool. Also found some more real estate to look at. Uh, went to a thrift store, a huge, massive thrift store, and that serves beer. So a bunch of the People at the 40th birthday, we all went to the thrift store looking at stuff, drank beer at a thrift store, had an incredible lunch um, in the square right by Mike's apartment, and then had an awesome dinner at a Michelin star restaurant at in that same square, and I woke up the next morning and went home. So, I mean, I think we squeezed in almost every single possible thing I would want to do in the extra 24 hours we had in Porto.
1: Yeah. When we, when we took this trip, you know, it was a really busy time for us work-wise. And so, especially for me. So I wasn't sure if I should even go on the trip because I was like in the middle of a lot of these design projects and we're like, okay, let's go, but let's go like the shortest amount of time that worked for us. And having that extra day, it was like, yeah, that was needed. And I don't know if it was kismet, if it was God, whatever it was, it was like,
0: kismet put that on the words I didn't expect to hear on today's podcast (laughs) okay all right
1: um I think I used that correctly uh but my my day was was also this but it was one moment in particular that I think probably happened the day before we knew we were gonna have an extra day and that was like we had been to Portugal before and we had been to Porto before and when we, we we got from the chateau into into Porto knowing this was like our one day that we had before we knew. Um, we checked into our hotel and we're like, let's just hit the ground running. We only have this afternoon and evening. So we, we went out of the hotel and we started walking up because we had the hotel down by the river. So if you're by the river... You can only go up. That's really. right. So just lots
0: w- of hills important. walking
1: up. And I think before Get those calf
0: muscles, going. you know,
1: like there's a funicular, which we didn't do last time we did the funicular, but we were just walking up these steps and, and they weren't even the exact same steps that we had taken, you know, eight years previously, but it was Were they not. They might have been.
0: I mean, there are the steps right next to the funicular. I'm pretty they, sure they were.
1: Okay. They might. Sure. Maybe they were the exact same. I steps. think they were. But I just, I had this moment of like deja vu, also nostalgia, also like an epiphany of how amazing it was to just be able to do. It felt like we had gone back in time before we had kids. And I don't want this to sound like I don't want my kids like I, i'm Listen, so happy to have our children but i was also so happy to have this experience and it gave me all these emotions oh you just mean like- after
0: five years of having kids you're you're <laughs> happy to have a moment to yourself <laughs> yeah i think everyone understands that okay, you don't gotta okay. I'm you just don't saying, gotta clarify. like
1: you know it was just amazing to have that. And I was just like, wow, this is feels like our previous life when we were like vagabonds when we were nomads and we were just travelers and how amazing it was. And I'm so glad that we got to have that time. And I'm so glad now that we have a different life and we have a family and our life is still beautiful and amazing, but it was just such a nice reminder. And then of course, like it was that day. moment that I'm talking about, but it was also that extra day that we got with all the things that you just mentioned. It was kismet. So, You
0: said that, hey, this is deja vu. I'm just really thankful to to have this moment and kind of be harking back to, you know, previous version of Heather and then kiss me (laughs) happened. And we had an extra day and we got to do it again. I'm with you. Um, And that is, I'll go into my number two. These keep flip-flopping. I cannot decide which is one and which is two. So I'm going to flip-flop them one last time. Number two is the safari. That I went on in Tanzania. Specifically, the one day we went out all day and we got to see like seven different instances of lions hunting.
1: Which is... None
0: of the times did they get anything. Spectacular. Interestingly enough. We did see a lion eating afterwards, but we didn't actually see... The seven times they hunted, we did not see a a kill, um, which was crazy. We got to get right up... Next to a lion, I mean, I well, we all know that I don't know distance, right? Because 10 feet, (laughs) 10 yards. No, I mean, close enough, far enough that I couldn't touch it, close enough that it could reach out and touch me if it really wanted to, sure, and wasn't so tired from just trying to hunt and not be successful. Um, you got to get up right next to male lions that were sleeping right on the road. Um, again, super close there. So just this, the whole experience was incredible with Pomoja Safaris and my buddy Scott. And if you are looking to do a safari, um, reach out to us. I'll connect you with Scott. He'll, he'll hook it up. He's incredible. And and the safari is like none other. It's it's in, it's awesome. And, but that specific day was just all day out every day seeing tons of wildlife. Really, 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 really cool. And I would say the only reason it's number two is that we had been on Safari before, and it blew away all my expectations. So going in, I had very high expectations. This still blew away my expectations. It's- That's hard to do when you have had an experience that is incredible and a top, me, definitely a top ten experience of your life, and then you go and do it again, and it repeats that and even gets better. Whew. That's that's saying something.
1: Yeah. D- experiencing nature in that way is just an incredible experience. And I don't think it would get old.
0: This is where the crocodile comes in. Oh, I okay. Be, yeah. I mean,
1: Whoa, yeah. I forgot all about the crocodile. Yeah, we
0: were on safari. We saw a ton of crocodiles. Um, We saw a huge hippo pod and But crocodiles. if it's
1: a crocodile, but they can be fresh and salt water. But this in, is fresh water. Th- these are crocodiles, though, yeah.
0: that that are there. So um, fresh water crocodiles. So, yeah, I mean that just, I guess the the thing that had me look up the thing about crocodiles was that the I am still shocked to this day, even after having the good fortune of being on two safaris, that animals in the wild live so close to each other and are so near each other and are not constantly eating each other. And you realize that when you're on safari, I'm looking at a lion and I am looking at a herd of zebras and they are very close. Why are the zebras so close? Well, they're smart enough to know they're far enough away that a lion, you know, can't run it down from that distance. And it's just shocking to see it all when you're, you know, you're looking in one direction. So just in one line of vision, you see lions near zebras, near giraffes, there's hippos there, there's crocodiles in the water. And there, none of them at yeah. that point are attacking or eating each other. And they're all living harmoniously. Is a surreal experience.
1: Yeah. You've explained that really well because I remember thinking that exact same thing the first time I went.
0: Then you see the poor little warthog walking through. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, buddy. Here you comes. Hey-oh. This is going <laughs> to set it all off here. Wow. Okay. So
1: we're down to my number one.
0: Your number one. Your
1: number one. So... This is an experience that we had with your family, your mom, your dad, your sister, and her husband, whom we had never met before. And that was in Costa Rica.
0: And we should explain how, why we've never met my twin sister's husband, even though her and I are really close and Heather and her are really close as well. Uh, He is from the Dominican, lives in Panama. She met him when she was going and doing mission trips in Panama, did stuff long distance they were supposed to get married april 2020 we were all going to then he cannot get to the us it's very hard for him to get a us visa so we were all going to meet him well heather and i were going to meet him for the first time at the wedding you know april 2020 i think i I'm not, I'm not sure if i said august or april but april 2020 we all know what happened they never ended up being able to have their wedding um and so yeah and and then it was you know, borders were closed we couldn't get down there she couldn't yeah, get sh- back he couldn't get back she went down
1: and they got married just you know at the justice and of the peace there been living or whatever in Panama House. so yeah so we had not been able to meet him but however he, it is easy for him to go and get a tourist visa to Costa Rica the bordering country to Panama so this is when we finally got to meet um Gail's husband and Rafael. Rafael and that was really fun and the experience I'm talking about is going to Arenal, which is a volcano and region in Costa Rica that we had never been to before. So it's in the rainforest and the drive there was beautiful and we're there with Traff's parents and his sister and, and, and Raphael and it's just like fun. We went out for dinner. Then the next day we did this experience called the Hanging Bridges, which was so cool. I would highly recommend it for anyone visiting that area. And it's like this really, really well done, well maintained walking path through the rainforest with some actual suspension bridges. And it was very, you know, easy to do with kids like Hattie at the time was two, it was four. They enjoyed it. They had fun. You know, it's not like a strenuous activity or hike. It took us probably about two hours because, you know, we have little kids. So we took our time, but that was so much fun. And then I don't know if it was the same day or if it was the next day, but your mom was like, I'll take the kids so that the four of you can go and do the hot springs and just like, you know, have some time away without the kids. So me and Trav and Gail and Raphael went to the Free Hot Springs Yep, because they have all these resorts in the area where you can go and stay at the resort and, and do the hot springs or you can pay to go to the hot springs. But there's also just like a river that you can walk to where that
0: it's, feeds the the, it feeds the hot oh, springs that are in the resort. So
1: it's like a hot river. <laughs> and that was really cool to experience. And, you know, we just went there. Parked our car on the side of the road. It's almost
0: all locals going there, or
1: I mean, there were in def- the no, in yeah. the no, tourists and yeah. locals. Yeah, because Tra- you have yeah. to
0: park somewhere and then like scramble down a little over a guardrail, scramble down a little area. Yeah,
1: so it's you know a lot of people go to the resorts and travelers and locals go to this river, and that was just really fun. And we hung out there, and there it was crowded. There were lots of people there. People with we could have taken the kids there. So if you, you know, go to this area. And you want to go to these hot springs or to this river? You can the kid, It's not too hot for the kids. It's the river is not strong. At least it wasn't when we were there. It's very shallow. So you know, people had their infants there, their toddlers there. Um, but it was nice to be there without the kids. And other people were there snacking, picnicking, you know, drinking. We just we just hung out, and it was just really cool. And to be able to spend that time with your sister and Raphael, you know, was really a special experience. So.
0: Yeah, the hanging bridges were way neater than I thought they would be. That reminds me of something that I forgot to put on my list. Um, so let's just call it my honorable mentions, and I didn't have one. When we went to New Hampshire and we went in yes. those caves. Yes. What is that called? The, Do you remember? Something, Lost River. Lost River And you
1: know what? I feel like I
0: that Lost on my River Caves.
1: Listen, Maybe I deleted uh, okay. or it could have been an honorable mention. But yeah, I mean, I was born in New Hampshire. I have tons of family there. My mom lives there most of the time. So we go all the time to Lost New Hampshire. River,
0: Gorge, and Boulder Caves yeah. in North Woodstock, New Hampshire. That's the name. Um that was really cool. We did uh, that with the kids. Unexpectedly so neat, fun. Fun couple hours crawling through Good, 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 good time. Um, the Hanging Bridges reminded me of that. My number one is... Don't uh, I, you get a general? If you hit it. If you hit it for me. um, A, a place we had never been. So there's the through line. A new experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like Aranol in Costa Rica. This is Zanzibar. And when we went to Tanzania and went on the safari, I was not planning on going to Zanzibar. Um, I mean, I did book before I left for the safari, but two people on the safari actually booked tickets to Zanzibar while they were on the safari, <laughs> so that we all went together. I had no expectations, Zanzibar. I didn't know much about it. I, I had a few friends who said it's amazing. That's why I decided to go and take the extra three days. And Heather was nice enough to be like, "Yeah, go. You have to go if you're on that part of the world." It was stunning, just really, really stunning. White sand beaches, crystal blue water. Uh, Stone Town itself was perfect for a day to, again, get that vibe that I'm just going to wander around, get lost, see things that I have no idea what I'm going to see around each corner. That's Stone Town, to a T. The Freddie Mar- Mercury Museum, by the way, very well done. Well worth an hour of your time. Um, and so that... Uh, like you talked about Portugal and kind of that that feeling that you had walking up those steps of it feels good to be back doing this again right like yeah. uh, just being out and traveling that was when i was feeling that and and all we talked about with you know feeling like wanting to do the podcast so much more again was because in zanzibar i'm like yep this is what it felt like when we were traveling like this again and so getting that feeling again and in a really cool place and getting to see something that is unlike anywhere else in the world with stone town and the the mix of cultures there coupled with just hanging out at the most beautiful beach i've ever seen um i cannot forget that that was my best experience of 2022 so Pretty awesome year.
1: Yeah. A lot of good stuff happened.
0: There you guys have it. Um, thank you. If you've made it all the way through the whole season, big kudos to you. If you've just listened to this one, you got five more episodes you can go and binge and, and listen to and would absolutely love for you guys to engage on Instagram. Obviously, you know, those of you who have been following live and listening as they come out and then posting on Instagram as it comes out. Great. If you're listening later, still go find those posts. They're very easy to find. We have a post out for each episode. So tell us your best meals, your best desserts. For this one, find this one. What's your best experience of 2022? When you look back on on 2022, what is going to be the thing that sticks out um, in your mind? We'd love to hear one or two or three or four or five, whatever, however many experiences you want to let us know. Um, please, please, please do uh, really have enjoyed engaging with people and Um, re-engaging with people as we've gotten to go through and do this year in review. So thank you everyone for listening. I think I'm going to talk Heather into one more episode. What? A
1: bonus? Bonus episode? I'm intrigued. On my way through I saw you on my way through, on my way through, I saw you and I'll see
0: you again someday. Okay, Hath, yeah, They've listened if you're still listening all the way through to the very end of episode 6 of this season. I think you all deserve a bonus episode.
1: And what is that going to be?
0: Are you willing to commit to doing a 2023 travel wish list episode with with a new format. I have a fun idea for the format of your 2023 travel wish list. Well,
1: how can I say no to that?
0: Okay, guys. We'll we'll have one more coming out. I'm not sure when. I just came up with it now. Well,
1: we're not recording it right after this because I know you have a call in 10 minutes, so.
0: Be on the lookout for our 2023 travel wishlist episode with a new format from past years. Thanks for listening.